Okay, here we go. The Panda Magazine. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Yeah, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to the thing. Uh, by the way, the uh, Planet Mikey podcast is proudly sponsored by a number of people. Uh, one of them, of course, is uh, the chain of restaurants under the guidance of Jimmy Dietz. We're talking about my favorite seafood restaurants, both Joe Fish's, one of them in North Andover, one of them in North Reading, and uh, The Loft, also in North Andover, and Dos Lobos, also in North Reading. Some guests of the Planet Mikey podcast get free gift certificates to those, but we ran out. <laughs> I shouldn't have had that four-pound lobster again. Um, also, my grandma's coffee cake. In fact, every guest of the Planet Mikey podcast gets the delicious My Grandma's Coffee Cake, and we're going to ask our guest tonight to look up their MyGrandma.com website and pick the flavor of his favorite choice of coffee cake, and we will ship it to his house directly. So now you say, all right, so who's this guest we're talking about? Hey, Mikey, about? who's the guest this evening? This is exactly what I was going to get to next. It's Greg Murphy. Hi, Murph. Hello, hello. Good to see you as always. Say hi to Ben Kitchen. Hello, Ben. Hey, uh, Smitty. Do you, do you guys realize they already know who the guest is because they clicked on it yeah, and it has a name it, on the title? Oh, fuck. Again, I do this. Do I need to do this? Make it simple it's on me. Now, they, now they're now they Googling who the hell I am. That was <laughs> <laughs> this asshole. Now they already Googled it to decide, <laughs> should I commit or not? Greg, that's G-R-A-I-G, Murphy. And he's the only guy that I like that has the first name Greg that's spelled that way. Because Greg Nettles is an asshole. Greg Murphy is a great guy. G-R-A-I-G. Yeah. Yeah. Spelled the same way as Greg Nettles. Spelled the same way as Greg Nettles. But and with you, I want to hang around with you. With him, I want to punch his fucking face. Th- and there's no, there's no correlation as to why I named after him. <laughs> no. The reason is, I'm the youngest of 41 first cousins on my dad's Irish Catholic side. There's like four Kevins. Six Johns, oh. and I'm the last, and they ran out of fucking they names. Ran. <laughs> and the game was on. Yankees game Great. was on, and my mother went, I like the way that's spelled. That's nice. Turns out he's one of the now, biggest dicks in the history of sports. Yeah, and, he, and Bill Lee will tell you all about that. You know, he still suffers pain from that guy. He still makes faces at me when I tell him what, what that name is. That's right. When I see him at golf tournaments. Now, was your dad a cop? He was. And in Boston? Yeah, retired Boston cop. And you just lost your dad. Just lost him in February. I was sorry to hear that Thank news. Thank you. Appreciate and that. I'm, I'm sure. I, I mean, I love Irishmen because I'm half. And I, and Boston cops in particular, yeah. it's almost like you can't be a Boston cop unless you're an Irishman. No, you have to be. <laughs> and one of two. His brother was also a Boston Is cop. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. It sucks. The cancer thing really sucks. Yeah. It bites a lot on, on a lot of people. Oh, it sure does. Man. Um, but I'm very, very gone. it was great to just go over you know the stuff that he was doing back then. He was one of the original uh, Boston motorcycle uh, special ops. Really? When they merged them. And how many millions of grandchildren and great grandchildren are there scattered about? Uh, in the uh, yeah, Jesus. I think we. <laughs> now I think I have 10 nieces and nephews. <laughs> I'll have to count them out. We're very informal. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't know each other's names or birthdays. Well, you're, and you're a Weymouth guy, right? Weymouth. Yeah. My son, my oldest son, Andy, was born in South, in, at the South Shore Hospital. South Shore Hospital. Yeah. Uh, in 2006. And we lived right next door to the South Shore Hospital. So when it was time to have the baby, we just walked over. Which is probably <laughs> no longer there because they probably bought that up. It, it, no, it, it's still it's, there. The house is still there. We were renting. South Weymouth is like some city. They just keep on putting up buildings sponsored by the hospital. It Brigham is a, and Williams Cancer a, Research there. It's great. It's a crazy little community. Now, you had um, 
just so we let's go over some history of Greg Murphy because you you had an interesting path. Yeah. To to uh, notoriety. Mm-hmm. And some people say that it it all started with some prank phone calls. Yeah, the Weiner line. And you were a Weiner line add-on, uh, and you were like a star. I got in late, and I was I was young. I was in uh, it was my first job. I was working for Burke Distributing, uh, a Red Bull, and I would listen to the Big Show and and all, actually all WEI all day long. And this is when remember they were good. It was a good station. I, do I remember? Do you remember that? <laughs> I long for the when, day when they were the kings of the, the castle. And uh, the Weiner line was just it was huge. Everybody knew about it. Yeah. Everybody knew about it, and I just started messing around with friends doing voices. And then I would have all day long where I'm supposed to be selling Red Bull, where I would just write out these little scripts of comedy things, and then. And you were uh, probably the the two that got you probably off to the biggest uh, uh, amount of notoriety were your Robert Kraft and your Tito Francona. Tito Francona was the first. That was oh, with, he... gr- with Grady Little. I did a, a, a little thing that, <laughs> and you never know. Like you you leave the message, and then you sit there and go, well, maybe they'll play it later. And then you hear it, and then you hear them laughing, and it just became it snowballed. Where I'm like, and it was a vehicle for me to write because I was always interested in stand up comedy. Yeah. And I never wanted to do the same thing over and over again. So I would write, you know, a different, try to do a different bit. Well, the Tito thing now, you know, and by the way, he, he left, uh, you know, under the, uh, all that. Oh, he was taking pain pills, and oh, the team didn't win the World Series this time. So Tito's, done. but I still still think he's one of the top two, three managers in the history of the Red Sox, if not the. I think he's the top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a pretty nice little track record. Yeah, he did, and it was great because I could do his fucking voice. Give me shit to talk about. Uh, give it. I'm, I'm going to tell you a story it, that Tito said, and then want you to do, do it in his. Voice. I mean, it's been a while. I only dust it off every now and then when I'm doing <laughs> baseball, but it it it, it is. It's more about the waiting for the next word to say <laughs> and getting it. It's the cadence. And it, that took like that took like almost a year for it to actually get to right. where it was. Right. First one was real rough. <laughs> well, no, but it is about it's about the spacing, the pacing, yep. and, and then the intone and the and the choice of words. He says a lot of the same words all the time. Yeah, the buzzwords are, you know, give them a blow and uh <laughs> wake and, that, and everyone had a nickname, Wake Tech yeah. Petey. Millsy. Millsy. <laughs> Got up, Millsy. Got love Millsy. I I had only time I ever really had much contact with uh, with Terry Francona was when we had that thing with the big show or the afternoon show, and you have dinner at the end of the season with the manager. Yeah, and it was down at Foxwoods or something or Mohegan. I don't remember which one. Oh, I get them both confused. So we're sitting at this dinner table. Foxwoods is the one that fired me. That's how. I- oh, is that, <laughs> yeah. that's how you keep them straight. Yes. So I I turned to Francona and I said because he had just gotten texted by Pedroia while he was eating, and I was always a big Pedroia fan. Yep. I love the way he played and so on. I said, I bet you wish you had 24 more Pedroyas on your team, huh? And he looked at me straight in the eye. He said, you, maybe you should say this. He said, we wouldn't lose a fucking game. Yeah, they were, they were That's tight. What he said. They were they were like father and son. He swore yeah. to God that if it, he had 24 more players, they would never lose because of the way Pedroya played the game. I wouldn't be shocked if Pedroya makes a small comeback in place for the Indians if Francona's still there. Yeah, I don't know if can he do it though. Know. He's got he's, someone else's corpse's knee in there. Yeah, he needs a cadaver <laughs> hip. You know. But the the best thing I ever got as a compliment ever, and I don't really do impressions anymore on stage when I do stand up comedy. Um, but the best best compliment I ever got was he was leaving, and they gave him a farewell on the big show, mm-hmm. I believe. Ordway, Ordway was there. And I said, let me let me call in. And I didn't know if he liked it or not. Or I know he'd heard it. Mm-hmm. I know he had heard of it because Pedroia, I, I messed around with him. And I didn't know if Ordway was going to fuck with me on it, which 
track record <laughs> pan out that Could've maybe been. he would have. Definitely possible. So I called in and he lit and he goes, hey, he goes, Terry, we got a guy that here wants to talk to. Here's Terry in Boston. And I went into it. Hey, guy, you doing? Good to meet you. Finally, like dueling and Tito's. So dead silence. And in my head, I'm going, He's they screwed me. Yeah. He's pissed. And here we go. Oh. And I heard the silence and I hear Francona go, I don't know who you are. He goes, but I was in a cab the other day going to the game, and I heard myself answer a question I don't remember answering. <laughs> and I was like, that's the best. Yeah. You, fool, you fool the old guy. No, thank you. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> a pretty, you know, I mean, that's coming from the source itself. <coughs> Excuse me while I just <laughs> cough up a half a lung. You can still get one and a half more. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't be so sure <laughs> that I do. So then the Robert Kraft thing evolved, and now th- this is all part of um, – you basically, at the time, being – you'd have the Whiny Awards, and yeah. you'd be one of the star performers on that because all your stuff always was great. So they'd play that. And most Whiny Awards, I mean, they had them at the TD Garden. They had them at the Garden. The Huge. first time I ever talked on stage in front of people, aside from a karaoke event, was at the Boston Garden. Wow. And it was 3,000, 4,000 people in the lower bowl. Yeah. And it was an event. That's why they was at the Garden. They moved it. It, it was fell out. It was huge. And I've never been uh, drunker. Than, than all of the whiny awards that I attended, I've never been drunker. It, it was it was a scary time because you you would be there and you'd do your thing, and then you'd worry about the next day the, what they would talk about on the air. Right, right. Because so many of those people got you know just killed. You talked to the la da da da, da guy, or whatever yeah, like that. Uh, the die to die guy. guy. I kicked him in the nuts exactly. in the North End. He was following us, and I kicked him in the nuts. I had the piano guy or whatever trying to get I me to come did. over his house and do songs with him. I'm like, this is not good. Oh my god. Well, the other thing is, first time I did the, the Whiny Awards, Hazel May got up there with me, and, and Nesson had approved her going up there on stage, but they didn't know that I was going to be drunk. <laughs> so I said to hey, Hazel's wearing this nice sheer. Dress and you know she had what she called the girls. Her, yeah, her, her, uh, she called them her Good. boobs, uh, and she called them Mary Kate Nashley. <laughs> and uh, she's which up is, there, which is deceiving because I picture as the the three tit lady from Total Recall because there's three <laughs> names going on. And she's popping out. I mean, she's not popping out of the top of the thing, but the her it was like her nipples were like point. I don't know why we're on stage. We're talking. I know we're talking back and forth. We had this kind of a semi-scripted little thing we were going to do. And she said a couple things that were cute and funny. And I said to her, as I'm staring at her, I said, you make a couple of really good points there. And, <laughs> and of course, the audience knew what I was talking about. But I don't think Nesson was too happy about it. Because the first time she called into the Dennis and Callahan show, uh, I got her to call in and she was – Talking about, she's well. I'm just sitting here listening to EEI in my WEI thong. Yeah, I remember that. And and you know, Nesson got really pissed yep. at her. But I thought she was great. I thought Hazel was a lot of fun, uh, and she was good at those events too because everybody loved her. Um, so the Robert Kraft thing now. Yep. What do you make of the whole story that has now emerged? In- the the hand hand gate. Yeah, the hand, the, the hand issue. I think it's all completely harmless. They, you know, I, I've been to Florida. Shit, maybe thirty-five times in the last five months. Wow, getting on cruises. Yeah, yeah. You because you're doing a lot of comedian yeah. cr- comedian cruise trips. Well, the cruises where they have comedians. Comics. It's not, yeah, they have yeah. a comedy club on the ship, and a couple comedians <laughs> go out. and We do our little dance, and then we and it's sit awesome. In the pool. It's, it has its ups and downs. It's steady work, but you can't go two feet without seeing massage. They don't even name them down there. It just says massage. In a strip mall. Yeah, yeah. And everyone knows what they are. Right, everyone, right. There's no secret. Every guy knows what goes on in there. And sure. It, it, and for a guy that's... You go in there and you hope the girl doesn't somehow rub you the wrong way. Yes, or the right way. <laughs> Come and go. 
ouch. And then you you get, you get the tap in the leg, and then and then but so they they screwed him with the with the sex trafficking. Right. That was the right. grab. That well, was the I, I that agree. Was the First of all, I like Robert Kraft I do a too. lot. He's been nothing but nice to me over the years. And you know, look, this isn't the guy cheating on his wife. You know, his wife. We all know Myron passed away a long time ago, and he's seventy seven years old, and he's in Florida. And I don't get I don't get. Give a rat's ass what he does in his spare time. Me neither. It's perfectly okay yep. with me. He does it's perfectly okay with the people that do that down there. Right. That's, honest to God, that's how they make a living well, down there. You know, but that whole, as a crime, it's not even, now they're talking about right now in this country, we need to release more prisoners. Our prisons are overcrowded. And I just saw the stats That's last what night. he was doing, was releasing <laughs> his prisoners. <laughs> that's what Swim I away. Yeah. No, but the, <laughs> but the thing is that now they're releasing, and I saw the there were 269 murderers, 620 rapists, 440 people that were affiliated with gun or explosive crimes, and they're letting them all out based on this new policy of you know let them out. They're not that bad. A lot of drug people too. Mikey, are but you engaging a, in hate speech well, right no, now? No, I maybe I am, but this is a guy who went in. To get a rub down yep. at a play, and, and you know what? Who gives a shit? And so I'm really, really, uh, whatever kind of negative publicity is getting out, I hate the people putting that publicity out. I think time is is getting them like it's getting better, better and better, better. His name comes up in the news now, and there's not the oh, the one with the, 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 the like. Yeah, it, it, please, yeah. come on. There's so many worse things it, that happen to so many worse people. I just want. I would love to hear how you know he ordered it. Cause, can I can I have the backhead Shalansky at the end, please? <laughs> or the reverse claw jellyfish? Jonathan. <laughs> I'm sure he was there, too. <laughs> Jonathan! <laughs> and that, by the way, so that impression <laughs> is one another, another very fun story, is I made that up. The whole thing about he's in a, his office, doesn't know the answer to something, and would yell, Jonathan, right. come over. <laughs> a couple years later, I'm at a golf tournament, Butchie Stearns. Comes up to me, he goes, I need you to come over here for a second. And it was at uh, Matt Light's shotgun thing. And uh, he goes, here, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, D -d do the impression. The guy looks at me and he goes, uh, he goes, do you know how much shit you've caused me? He goes, who do you know? I, and it was some guy that worked in the office. I forget his name. But he goes, who do you know in there? Who's your mole? I go, what are you talking about? He goes, who told you that that goes on? <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> and I go, I, I, I fucking I made, made it up. up. And so there was a whole thing that he had to, like, try to find out. <laughs> Who knew me that was feeding me like mole right. stories? And I go, I'm telling you right now, I totally made that Just up. Just imagination. Because yeah. you can accurate. picture it. What is, what is the name of the soccer team, the resolution? Like, like, just simple questions that he didn't know the answer to. And I'm sure he's a smart man. Well, you know, the thing about, about Robert Kraft, too, is if I'm Robert Kraft, I'm saying, you know, with all the rest of this stuff, I, I bought a team, I built a stadium. We won how many Super Bowls? Six. Six? Is it, it's going to be seven this year. Uh, what what do I have to apologize for? Mm -hmm. You know, in this world, and it, and it's nothing. I've given millions and millions of dollars to charities. Huge philanthropist. He's a good guy. Yep. You know, and I I like his whole family. And every time I've ever had any dealings with any of them, it's been great. So, uh, but it's funny that you do that. And there, there's probably now when you're doing your comedy, because by the way, for those of you who don't know, Greg Murphy is a comedian. He's all over the place, and he's now you've you you've been everywhere from Giggles, every single comedy stop. Haven't yeah, you? Giggles is my home club. But when I'm home, that's Lenny Clark's. Uh, Home base. Mike Clark uh, runs that place, and that's where you find all the, you know, the big uh, Tony V, Steve Sweeney, Lenny Clark, Christine Hurley, Christine Hurley, Artie January, the whole list. And any given time. And who's that little guy we had on the show? He's about five foot two. Oh yeah, Dave Russo. Oh yeah, Dave Russo. <laughs> Say his name again. He pops up. He does. <laughs> Wait, so, so how did that happen though? How did you go from Weinerline fame? Did yep. you just start doing open mics or Tony V? 
Tony V, the host, ho- no, he hosted the Wine Awards. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And I knew he was a comedian. I didn't really know what a comedian was. And I said, what do I do? And he said, go to open mics. Went to an open mic at now defunct Remington's, which is owned by Emerson, right in that strip there. Mm-hmm. And fell in love with it and haven't stopped since. Yeah. yeah. I Tony's saw, I saw been a, a great mentor to me. Uh, Tony V, I love. We're good. He's promised to come on this podcast. And he will, trust me. Yeah, he's a good guy. His son's a comedian. Son now. Gus. That's crazy. Yeah. Lenny's going to come on. See, we got a lot of comedians going to come on this, and that's because we're the balls and we have fun. It is because we like funny. Yes, on this uh, this podcast. Gus, I was down in Florida. We did a stretch of shows uh, for spring training for the Red Sox fans down there, and uh, Gus came down and did a week and did told jokes and stand up. He's great, very great writer, very great writer. Well, that's good. It all it all runs in the family. And Tony V, just I mean, he he just kills me every time. We played a golf tournament. The group the group I had was like Lenny and Tony, and I'm like I couldn't hit the ball. I could not hit the ball because it was ongoing you, shit back and forth with these two guys. You had a tournament. You came out of the woods like a fucking Sasquatch. <laughs> scared the shit out of us. That's it. That's the one. Uh, we have a thing called Phrase That Pays. We give away one of my grandma's coffee cakes. Now, if you could, if you want to, Greg Murphy, while yep. you're here, just go to uh, – can he? Go, can you Can you control that, Ben? Ben's good with this I stuff. I am not. At the t- I'm a hunting pecker. We're going to go to mygrandma.com. You're a hunting pecker? Hunting pecker. Remember, that's how you – What the hell is that? That's how you type. I'm not, I never did the Homer O'Key. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, makers of the world's most critically acclaimed coffee cake, MyGrandma.com. My Grandma's Coffee Cakes, made right here in Massachusetts and shipped all over the world, but particularly to the stars in California. Bob Cates was telling me that there's so many famous people. He said, Rob Reiner eats my cakes. He, he met, list, gave me a whole list of stars that eat the coffee cakes. He's 108 Rob, years yeah. old. He, who is? Oh, Carl Reiner's 108 years old. Rob's fine. Carl Reiner's, Rob Reiner's yeah. eating a lot That's more. Right. Yeah. Rob chooses Carl's food for him now. It goes in a blender. Uh, now look at all these flavors. <laughs> cinnamon walnut, cinnamon walnut without nuts, New England blueberry, Granny Smith apple, pumpkin spice, banana walnut, chocolate coconut, <gasps> chocolate chip, Ted Williams chocolate. That's Awesome Cape Cod cranberry, red, white, and blue. That's what got blueberries in it, too. Not a lot of body in the Ted Williams. I, this chocolate. pineapple coconut one is one of my favorites. But you pick right now the flavor of cake that we that we, we want yeah. my grandmas to send you. Go ahead. I'm gonna go Granny Smith apple. Granny Smith yeah. apple. Speaking of not being able to chew her food, Granny Smith Granny has Smith. not had teeth for 40 solid years. <laughs> Fantastic gum. She can still make a hell of a cake. <laughs> Mygrandmas.com or call one 800 8 grandma do they have a coffee cake? Yeah, right, 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 right. No, I mean, like, is there a flat out like coffee? Oh, uh, or is this it? I mean, not it, but I'm exactly. saying, like, I love the exotic flavors. They, they used to have uh, some kind of uh, cappuccino. Yeah, cake. yeah, I, yeah. Nice. Well, we'll get two. I've me. had many of these, and I've met him very a couple, many, many times. Tremendous product, awesome product. And so, what we got to do now to give one away to one of our listeners is to have you, Greg Murphy, our guest on podcast number thirty-five, give us the phrase that pays. You just make up a, any say anything funny, a short phrase. And, <laughs> <laughs> say anything. Thanks for the preparation. Jonathan. Well, do what we just talked about. Uh, get it? I never got laid off a hand job. That's the phrase that pays. <laughs> I, I I never got laid off a hand job. Right? Yeah, okay. it's it's a double double meaning. I can't I have a hard time with one meaning <laughs> at a time. Now and we always do a little feature called the palindrome of the day. Uh, palindromes. You know what palindromes are? I do. Same spelling backwards. Race car. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ben, you yeah. didn't know that. Last week, you didn't fucking know. Thought that. it was a ride at Canterbury Lake Park, going on the palindrome. I thought that was the one that goes back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or a big pirate ship. <laughs> Weren't you supposed to uh, come in with a palindrome for me this week as an assignment, a homework assignment? Weren't you? You're giving me fucking homework now. You don't. Rem- 
Every I time you say the f bomb, you get you get another dollar. In I remember you gave him an assignment. I he, did. Yeah, he said you you bring one in next uh, you week. You don't have right, next week. Got to have two. <laughs> the palindrome last week was. See, he doesn't even remember that, Smitty. He's he's losing all sense of. Ta- <sighs> I know. Butt raft. Fart tub. Fart tub. Fart tub. Butt raft. Fart tub was last week's palindrome. Uh, this week's palindrome is write it down if you're at home because this is you know you only get those here. <laughs> Lisa Bonet ate no basil. <laughs> Lisa Bonet ate, ate no basil. <laughs> Wait, that I'm trying to do that one in my head. It's believe me. Yeah. It's a, I, all of these palindromes I give out on the air are certified, including Lisa Bonet. <laughs> yeah, did you write that one yourself? Ate no basil. Oh, I write them all. You do. Okay. So that's the palindrome. Of the day. Uh, now we have a little segment called, and you, you're going to probably kick ass in this category, Brushes with Greatness. Oh. We each name a person that mm-hmm. we've met who's very great or famous. You know, what are you, what are you writing down? I, are you doing a palindrome? Yeah. You can't do Rats Live on No Evil Star, because that's stupid. I'm checking your work. <laughs> <laughs> um, brushes with Greatness. Who wants to go first? Raise your hand. I'll go. Smitty, go ahead. I'll go. When I was in the Navy, this back in 1967. Yeah. I was uh, running. You didn't meet Engelbert Humperdinck. No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> even better. I ran the, uh, uh, the shuttle boat from uh, Pearl Harbor over to Ford Island, which is where the, uh, the uh, memorial is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my job was to stand there for two hours, three hours at, at the parade rest and wait for someone to come by. And then I would stand at attention and, and not speak to the passengers, usually officers of the Navy. But all of a sudden, this black limousine pulls up. <clears throat> and I say, okay, I, I, get, I got some customers. So out of the car steps Elvis Presley and his wife Priscilla. Shut up. It's the truth. You so, met Elvis? Here's how I met him. Okay. <clears throat> you brushed up against his greatness. Yes. He, 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 they step on the boat. They sit down in front of me. And I start the, the engine up. I'm heading out. And uh, said, Fort Island. He didn't say that. The commander there said, Fort Island. Aye, sir. So we get all the way up to Fort Island. I wait. They get back on the boat. Does it take maybe, uh, they were in there for 20 minutes, but a 10-minute ride. So maybe a whole 45 minutes of my brush with Elvis. And when he was leaving the boat, he turned around. And what did he say? Thank you very much. He did. That's exactly, <laughs> oh. that's exactly what he said. Well, yes. I didn't get to By the way, I farted in here. But I have to say, seeing Elvis Presley up close, yeah. you know, the idol, here's Elvis, sure. this iconic thing. The guy was beautiful. I mean, you see that face, yeah. the hair, everything was perfect about him. And she was. In 67. And, and Priscilla must have been fantastic. Oh, she had the big yeah. hair and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But there they were, just like they stepped out of a see, magazine. I saw him 10 years later, and he was a big, fat tub of shit. <laughs> well, that's what 10 years will do. He was on stage in, in Hartford yeah. and in 77. Uh, I'm sorry, 76, mm-hmm. nine years later. And he was sweating like a pig walking around. He didn't even do any <laughs> movement. He was too fat. Uh, it was terrible. And but at least I said I can say I saw Elvis. But you saw him up close. Up close, yeah. And and no, not me. And they had some, he had some great smelling cologne. <laughs> a little too much. Yeah, I don't. I'm not Jesus. big on the cologne. You two are so <laughs> old. details. All about the details. It just well, it was, like, you know, was it high karate or it was, was it n- brute? I think it was canoe. Canoe. Oh boy. <laughs> How about you, Ben? Brush with greatness. None. That's poor Ben. He's that's, had a shit life. That's all the guests that were on EEI. Ah, man. Wait, what do you want? A Cedric Maxwell Cedric story? Cedric is good. No, his, his brush with greatness was Larry Johnson. 
Did you meet him? Larry, LJ? Yeah. Yeah, he shook my hand and <laughs> broke it. He does shake hands hard. He, he, LJ's a shake, shake hard? Oh, my God. God. He break your friggin' knuckles oh. when he shakes your hand. He so does it on purpose. He's this, like, short, round. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But he's not that <laughs> short. He's he's kind of round, though. Well, he's very round, so Quite it makes him seem quack. shorter. He, he's a knuckle-busting handshaker, though. Dwight Evans. He's basically Dwight Evans. Same thing. He, he's Same like thing. a giant Super Bowl. Yeah. That's yeah, what he is, but he will crush your hand. Dwight Evans yeah. tries to touch knuckles. Now, Larry but, does the caricatures, doesn't he? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he's great. Yeah. And he's great. Yeah. And he's a God-fearing Christian. <laughs> uh, all right, Greg. Uh, I'll tell you uh, uh, bad. A thousand of them. I'll tell you a bad situation of a person. A uh, long time ago, um, I was at batting practice for the Red Sox, and I asked for a ball. I said, can I have a ball? It was a player walking towards me. Can I have a ball? Will Clark. Asshole. Really? Takes the ball, <laughs> gives it to the kid next to me, says to me, you didn't say please. So oh, really? I'm like, okay, lesson learned, whatever I get. How old I are get, you? I'm about nine. This is like 92? Yeah. Okay. And so at the time, my father was doing the detail at Boston Police, do the detail. So you get to hang around at the end. We're in the, we're in the walkway where they walk to the bus, the away team. I got every single Texas, so it was 96. I got every single Texas Ranger to sign the ball going by. He can sign my ball, he can sign my ball. Will Clark comes on. Hey, can, can you sign my ball? Signs my friend sitting next to me, pokes me in the chest, and said that's the second time he didn't say please. <laughs> yeah. And walked walked down to the bus. Wow, he remembered you. Yeah. You know it, what? You should have said, you know what? That's also two times I didn't say go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so ever since that day, I got no I got no I got nothing for Will Clark. He's a douchebag. And I've heard that clearly. Too. Yes. Uh, that's a, you know, you that put team that in was different category. stacked. That team was like Canseco, Juan Gonzalez, Ivan Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I still had the ball. Steroids out the oh, ass. Oh, yeah. They Maybe did. that's what it was. He wasn't on steroids. Kenny missed. Rogers on the mound. Kenny Rogers. Well, uh, I think Juan Guzman. They were nasty. Well, my uh, today's Brush with Greatness episode has, uh, has to do with um, Vanna White. Vanna. Don't get excited. I did not have sex with her. <laughs> to this no, day, I you didn't. still would. I I didn't. I here's what happened. I'm working at Neckin. They said Vanna White's coming to town of the South Shore Plaza or something, Braintree, Ugh, yeah. and she's promoting Sealy <laughs> Posturepedic mattresses. She's going to be there for two hours, signing autographs. This was in the eighties, nineties, nineties. Okay. So I go over there. I take a camera guy, and I go over there, and I was kind of bummed out because it was like prom night. I had a big zit. And I'm like, ah, she's never going to like me now. <laughs> so I walk up to her. Hello. She was very nice. She did the interview with us, and we talked to her. And she's, by the way, extremely slight. I mean, she is really? thin as a rail, small. Di- she's like, nine, she looks like she's like 95 pounds, yeah. you know, maybe 100 at the most, which I was shocked by. I don't know. I thought she'd be more robust, but she looked good. She had a lot of makeup on, and, you know, I, she, she definitely didn't look young. As I thought she would look, because you see her on TV. Like, she looks, oh, yeah. still looks pretty young. So I, I made her do this with me on camera, which I was st- still a little bit embarrassed about. I said, do you mind, Vanna, ca- calling my parents right now? They're home down in Connecticut, and they, they, lo- they just love Wheel of Fortune, and you know, they love you. And she goes, oh, sure. So I take myself, I dial my parents' number. Sadly, they weren't there. They were out, I don't know, shopping at Kmart or something. So, but she left him a message, and it was like, you know, hi, Mr. Mrs. Adams, this is Vanna White. I just uh, was talking to your son, Michael, and he's really, really great and really nice, and we're going to go out on a date. (laughs) Uh, Goodbye, hangs up, and my parents were freaking out. 
you know, naturally, of okay. course, as was I. And the, the date part, of course, wasn't going to happen. It was like, see you later. I said, well, don't I get the date? She hooked me up with Pat Sajak, <laughs> which isn't bad either. He's ageless, <laughs> too. <laughs> so that was a brush with greatness with Vanna White, and my parents were thrilled. And Do you uh, get that noise when the bankruptcy happens? Yeah, so anyway, so I, I was going to use another story for this. But I got a psychic thing today from uh, so I got to save this. I think I got to save this. Wait, you had a psychic thing last week. I know, and this one was really, really weird. Should I just give you the quick version? I haven't talked to Fred Sherman, my friend from NECN, in ten years. All of a sudden, I'm talking to Eric Evangelista on a tweet, on a text. I'm asking him, "Remember that time we had the Love Boat cast come in on the on the Sports World show? Who were those people?" He said, "Fred Sherman would know." Well, I haven't talked to Fred Sherman in ten years, and so. Ten minutes later, my phone rings. Who's it? who is it? I would go with Fred Sherman. Fred Sherman. Yes. Fred Sherman buying an expedition from my old Ford dealership, and he's Not- talking to this. I swear to God, and it was. I haven't talked to him in ten years. Wow. Ten ten minutes later, after this text thing about Fred Sherman, haven't thought of him in ten years. Bang, he's on the phone with me. See, I believe in that stuff. Oh. I do too. I believe in that stuff. I do too. Oh, oh, what do you please. mean? You don't. You're, you're a non-believer. I am a non-believer. Well, you're gonna have to get your I'm shit. I'm a believer. <laughs> get your shit together. I'm an alien guy. Uh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, hold on. To what extent are you an alien guy? Like uh, they're not walking among us, are you? Are no, they? but I, um, I'm uh, leaning towards the we are, might be part of them. Huh? You, yeah, like they were. We are part alien from, de- you know, ape, ape, and an alien. Well, I'm definitely part ape, and <laughs> that's why we're smarter than everything else on the planet. The the way I found out that I'm part ape is I shaved my ass, and <laughs> yes. well, I couldn't get over the resemblance I had between my ancestors who were Neanderthalic. Speaking of ancestors, we we have ancestors that were probably friends with each other on the Mayflower. On the Mayflower. All right, now who are you descended from? John Billington. Okay, I don't. I didn't know John. Of course, that's 400 years ago. Wasn't he ago. a goalie for the uh, <laughs> Craig Billington? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm Stephen Hopkins. Was my okay. was my ancestor on the Mayflower? Actually, and his daughter Constance, who also came over with John him. Billington. There it is. Committed the first murder in Massachusetts ever. Ever what a guy first execution. Oh, by a non-Indian. Yes. No, by a settler. How about that? Yes. By a... Uh, by he a... murdered John Newcomen. Yes. Which, you know, I apologize so to the So you're descended Newcomen. from the first murderer of, uh, of Anglo descent in Massachusetts. Quite possibly the first assholes in America. Holy <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. And the son was a bad dude, too. No, he shot no, a, don't shot don't a forget gun. the Spanish came here they first. They did come there, too. Oh. He shot a gun in the Mayflower. That's, they hated that's him. Right. That's right. Well, wasn't it Ponce de Leon? Among many others. Yeah. Yes. You know, I was known in high school as Pants de Leon. That's really kind of a long time ago. I don't really want to get into it now. All right, so this is a true story. Happened. On, I read this on the internet. This happened. Okay. <laughs> Tell me what you think of this. A man, who will go nameless, received the following text from his neighbor. I'm so sorry, Bob. I've been riddled with guilt, and I have to, I have to confess. I've been tapping your wife day and night while you're not around. In fact, more than you have. I'm not getting any at home, but that's not an excuse. I can no longer live with the guilt, and I hope you'll accept my sincerest apology with my promise that it won't happen again. Now, the man, of course, who got the text was anguished and felt betrayed. He went to his bedroom, grabbed his gun, and without a word, shot his wife and killed her. Mm. Moments later, another text comes in from his neighbor. It says, damn autocorrect. I meant Wi-Fi, not wife. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Isn't that, huh? Oh. Huh? 
Oh, oh, oh. And that's oh. a true story and, from the internet. And I have neighbors. <laughs> so I can, I can really relate to the scariness of that. We all have neighbors. Smitty, do you have a quiz for us today? I do Ooh, have a quiz. Like quizzes. Now, last week, uh, Craig, <clears throat> Greg, we had a, a quiz. It was called the No Whining Iconic Music Quiz, and all Mikey did through the whole thing. Ben was as well. Wine. Was whining yeah. through the whole thing. They said, oh, the clips are too short. I, I, you you got to give me four seconds. Well, I went ahead and I caved. And I now have another music Maybe. quiz. These are iconic songs. Okay. You've heard each one at least a thousand times in your life. And I'm going to play longer clips than I played last week. You have to name the song and who sang it. See, this is uh, when, when you do, not you guys, but when they do this, I don't, I know the song, but when it's like a, a name of the song that has nothing to do with the song, yeah. it, it pisses me off. Right. That happens. Yes. These artists, you can't predict what they're going to do when they name a song. But this is what, so we have to name the song, the song, <clears throat> and the artist. Okay, all mm-hmm. right. So who's first, or, or is it just a free for all? This is a free for all. It's, ah, a, a, it's pr- a free for all, Ben. So that even the folks at home can play. By the way, free for all was done by Ted Nugent. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Song number one. Oh, that's uh, "Don't Fear the Reaper" by uh, Blue Eyes. No, that was the Hollies. Um, oh, long, tall long, cool woman, woman in, in a, a black dress. dress. Bum, which bum, which bum, is it? They, st- they start. The they, they have the yes. exact same start. Second. It is the Hollies. It is the Hollies. Suck what? it. <laughs> I wasn't even alive. But doesn't that bitch. sound like "Don't Fear the Reaper"? The way that so, begins. Oh yeah, I never thought but, about that. I'm a movie guy, so I instantly go, "What movie is that from?" And I "Remember the Titans" is mm. easily oh, one of the mm. first ones. The Holly- All right, name yeah. name name uh, two members of the Hollies. Michael right. Graham Nash <laughs> and uh, Arthur Kabinowitz. <laughs> the Jewish drummer. <laughs> he was a nice guy. All right, what's next? Song number two. <laughs> oh, that's Susie Pre- Q. Creedence Clearwater Revival. I told you these are going to be too Q? easy. Yeah. No, it's a Green River. Yeah. Ah. Green River. ah, you don't get a point for that. All right. All right. Go ahead. Here we are. All right. Name this one. This this might be a little difficult. Got it. Don't feel the Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? No, he was talking over that. <laughs> no one was saying shit. Do Shut it up. again. Ah, uh, yeah. This is a big hit. <laughs> Play it again. Our guest has the correct answer. Yep. Play it again. We don't. We don't write them like that yes. anymore. Uh, we don't. They don't write them like they, that anymore. Is it by Greg Ken? The Greg Ken Band. Breakup song. That's right. Yeah, it's a breakup song. Should have right. just been called. Every song. I wish my bowels would break up. <laughs> All right, now here we are in the middle of this contest. I have a bonus cut. Okay. Tell me who is this? <laughs> what this, screaming? This is someone that's extremely famous. In was that ex- was that Steven Tyler? An extremely famous band. No. One more time. Oh, Jim Morrison. Oh. Doors. Holy crap. Wow. I think you're going to do it really, really well, Ben. Yeah. It's the very end of... Yeah, the organ. I know I hear the organ. I didn't hear the organ in the beginning. That guy could Ray Manzarek. <laughs> Ray Manzarek could pound on his organ like oh. nobody's business. Their hapless version of glory. Is that Frank Whaley? Is that who played him in the doors? Yes. Uh, yes. I don't know. I don't know. I, mm. I, I the doors. No, no, no. He played the drummer. Okay. Uh, yeah, he played the drummer. Ru- um, John Densmore. Matt Dillon played the guitar player. Robbie right. Krieger. Robbie Krieger. Yep. Robbie Krieger. And John uh, Densmore. Ray Manzarek and 
Jim like Morrison. Dylan McDermott or something like that played These Manzart. men are discussing music. <laughs> Awkward instant, and the Frank, first Frank animal Whaley. is jettisoned. Underrated actor, Frank Whaley. All right, uh, next song. Here it comes. All right, here we go. I'm not doing very well. Oh, uh, I know this one. Play it again. It's, a, it's the Cars. Hello, <laughs> 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 stopped, reached all the way across. <laughs> Oh, it's the stone. She's oh, so cold. God. I'm so hot for her. I'm on fire for her. She's so cold. I'm the burning bush. She's the burning fire. I'm a bleeding volcano. <laughs> Winner. Winner. Okay, now. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Greg, this is what happens every it's, week. It goes off. Yeah. All right, here we go. Wait till you and I do karaoke here. You, I didn't even tell you about but that. You know, I, told, up. These, uh, I told you these songs are going to be too damn easy. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's uh, it's it a living thing by. Uh, oh man, that was good. It was uh, by Electric Light Orchestra. Uh, now, see, this cut was as short as the ones we had last week. That's what she said. Yeah, last but, but you grabbed yeah, but it right away. They're nailing them. All right, all right. What's this? Oh, that's "Miss You" by yeah. the Stones oh. from Some Girls. All right, what's this one? Uh, my Sharona. Sharona. What the knack. My Sharona. I said that first. My we God. said my Sharon at the same time. I just clarified with the knack. My Babona. Does this qualify as one of the greatest songs of all time? Pop songs? Uh, what would you say? The greatest oddity. One of the greatest oddities of all time. Who sings it? The, the knack. knack. My Sharona. 1979. What else do they sing? It goes like this. No, Ready? this is it. That's it. <laughs> She's such a pretty one. A shitty one. They just, <laughs> I am going to squeeze on her. <laughs> My Babona. They, they just go out and play that and say, thank you, good night. That's all Thank we you. got. Thank you. Oh, they also had a song called Good Girls Don't, but I do. That's Remember right. that one? Yep. All right, who's this? Oh, that's uh, that's easy. That's... Uh... <laughs> it's the one that goes... That's what I'm getting. I'm watching the face of <laughs> Mike Adams. It goes, trying to him. I used to play this on Frank FM for about a month when I worked there. Come on now. What is it? It's... Uh, go ahead. Tell me. Because uh, I'm tired. <laughs> It might come to you. Not getting it. Not to you, please. Uh, it's, uh, Name of the band. I'm drawing a blank, even though I know this song for sure. I mean, I know this song. I've played it a thousand times. Oh, it's it's uh, it's uh, Foreigner. Okay, that's good. It's uh, urgent. All right, one or something, last song. right? Is that urgent? One final song. That's correct. Jeez, it took me forever. What? It didn't. Wasn't too urgent coming into my brain. I knew these would be too easy. Here we go. Damn. The last song. Oh, I don't know the name of that song. <laughs> I've heard it a billion times. And there's a portion I can't. Tickle, 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 tickle. <laughs> Keep it going. Tickle, 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 tickle. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, what's the name? Billy uh, Idol. It yeah. is Billy yeah. Idol. Very good. All right, it's not. All right, that's the end of the card. God was, uh, damn, that's it was a, uh, Rebel that's not Yell. As easy as you said. Rebel Yell. Rebel Yell. Yeah. Great. Do you know? My, my most of my life, I thought that uh, the Stones, Beast of Burden. Yeah, yeah. Was never leave your pizza burning. <laughs> I literally <laughs> thought those yeah. were the lyrics. It's good life know, advice. One of my friends growing up thought that the song "Paperback Writer" by the Beatles <laughs> yeah. was "Pay for That Grinder." <laughs> <laughs> and he used to sing in the car, "Pay for That Grinder." And it wasn't until I saw it written, I thought it was Holland Oats, <laughs> right. like the country Holland <laughs> <Right>. Oats. <laughs>
God, that's, that's so bad. Uh, now, we have uh, Greg Murphy here, and he's a comedian. He's great, and he's friends with all the comedians that we've known and loved for so many years. In fact, uh, he plays in the same clubs they do. Sometimes he's before them, and sometimes he's after them. But uh, we, we want you to all, when you get a chance to see Greg Murphy uh, out at one of these locations where he's comedic, uh, please go see him, and you'll find out just how funny he is because he's a very, very funny Thank dude. you for that. And we like having him in here on the show. But we also found out that you have had a little experience during karaoke. This is right. So this My is stage called... name, Larry Manilow. <laughs> we, we, we are we, have... we going to go up to the booth again? You want to go to the, the recording booth? No, no, at the, uh, at the park, the ballpark. Oh, the ballpark, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, that's our backdrop for our, our feature called Castiglioke. I see, okay. Yeah, where Joe Castiglione actually comes out of his shell and <laughs> sings a little bit. And this time we've invited a special guest to join Joe in the in the booth for uh, a, a rendition of a very famous duet. Uh, this duet originally featured a married couple mm-hmm. named James Taylor and Carly Simon. And uh, our version is going to feature Robert Kraft... Portrayed by Greg Murphy, which would be his want to do. Disclaimer. And Joe Castiglioki singing Mockingbird. Do we have the words? Who's doing what? Am I Carly or? You're, no. Well, you're, you're Robert Kraft. Tell me one. Good? Mock. Yeah. Egg. Yeah. Fig. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah! I don't know the rest of the song. Have you heard? Jonathan, what's the next lyric coming out? (laughs) You're the only one that has the lyrics. I have them right here. You're not showing me. No. Start again. Start again. Come on! We need mock. Here we go. Okay. We need you go. We need mock. The, I go ing. You go okay. mock ing. No, okay. it's mock. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I do. I do the yeah. There we go. And go mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. 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 Mocking bird. Hey, everybody has heard. He's gonna find me a mockingbird. And if the mockingbird doesn't sing, he's gonna uh, find me a Diamond World Series ring. Uh, if that diamond ring isn't stolen by Vladimir Putin, how fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that's how that goes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get drunk and do it again. All right, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening Thank to the you. broadcast. Thanks to Greg Murphy. We're our all patriots today. Sounds more like Robert Kraft than Robert Kraft does. Can you believe it? <laughs>